Hey, Ramon. Hey, Timea. Let's talk gender equality. I love the idea. Give me a second. I just got to grab my coffee. I hope you've got yours too. Yeah, right here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gender Equality Over Coffee. Um, I'm so excited to have you all here today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, my name is Ramon, she's Timea, and today we've got the pleasure of having on Tina. Thank Hi, you. Tina. <laughs> welcome. Hi, Ramon. Hi, Timea. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you for your invitation. Yeah. Um, Let's um, let's introduce you, Tina. Um, we we were so excited to have so many wonderful guests, and you're just another wonderful one. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe um, pronouns, uh, what your background is, and three fun facts about yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, my name is Tina. Um, um, I grew up in Austria in southern Burgenland in a very, very small village. And um, I, um, I now live in the suburbs of, of Vienna together with my husband and my two girls, which are also a big motivation for me to reach gender equality. And um, yeah, three facts about me. Uh, one is that I met my husband and my best friends abroad, all of them. So, or in a language course, <laughs> um, I was, uh, like I said, I grew up in, in, in the countryside in a very, very small village. I was the first one to go to university for my family. And uh, growing up in the village, I was always looking for uh, something more. You know, I loved to have people around me that were different, that came from another country or who had like, uh, yeah, different views. Um, and then I, I studied at the uh, Vienna University of Economics and Business Administration, and I loved to learn languages. Um, so I learned, um, of course, English, French, and Russian, and my exchange semester was in Russian. That's where I met my husband. <laughs> He's French, by the way, as well. And, um, and I met um, my best friend, who is... Um, uh, yeah, on my side since then as well. She's Austrian. And um, as I grew up very close to the Austrian border, um, uh, to the Hungarian border, I also decided to learn Hungarian at university. Um, so I went to summer college in Hungary in summer, and that's where I met my another best friend and another one as well. So um, yeah, there are actually two facts um, that well, I met my, my, my closest friends abroad and I also learned seven languages. I was always, um, I wanted to learn as soon as I went somewhere, I just found it um, respectful to know how to, you know, how to uh, buy something in a supermarket or to ask for, um, for something uh, in a shop, in a restaurant, in the, in the country's language. So that was my motivation <laughs> to, to learn languages. Um, yeah, so I learned seven languages and I'm not um, able to, to speak them anymore because you know if you don't use it, you just forget it. So now it's just English, French and German. Yeah, and uh, another fact, um, I think that not so many people know about me is um, 
uh, when I got pregnant, pregnant with my first child, there were a lot of things going on in my head, you know, asking myself, am I on the right way? Being in recruiting um, for eight years already, and um, I've been traveling a lot. Um, I had a very stressful, interesting, but very stressful job back then. So I decided to do a training to become a shiatsu practitioner. You know, the shiatsu massage, it's a bodywork uh, therapy. And that really helped me to come closer to myself you know, and to, to learn more about my body. And um, yeah, that was a um, really important part of, of my life because I grew a lot um, during this time. But uh, the recruiting part never left me. So <laughs> I had to go back to recruiting um, after my maternity leave. And um, and also of the second after the second maternity leave and uh, yeah this is what I'm doing for 14 years now. <laughs> that is remarkable. Thank you. I have <laughs> so many follow up questions. If I, if you don't mind <laughs> indulging me, first off, um, so it's counting right English, German, French, Hungarian, Russian. Russian. What were the uh, other Ukraine. two? Because you said seven. Yeah. Sorry, Ukrainian. Yeah. Because I went to Ukraine for uh, twice uh, in the summer college. Yeah. And the first time I, I went there, it was in the Russian speaking part of Ukraine and the eastern part. And the second time it was um, in, in the western part of Ukraine where you speak Ukrainian. And that's also where I learned um, Ukrainian. And, um, and then I learned Spanish <laughs> because I just nice. love Spain. <laughs> And you know, if you know French and if you know Spanish, it's very easy to to speak Italian well to understand Italian as well. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm my I'm originally from Chile, so I know exactly oh. what you mean. Like learning French from Spanish was I felt like I had an advantage over my classmates mm -hmm. <laughs> back in high school. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, that's awesome. I, I'm also curious what what um. What 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 made you land on on shiatsu massage as as a potential new direction? Mm, I think it was just um, a very spontaneous this decision. I always thought uh, that I can only work with my brain, and that's what my my parents told me. Uh, they said, you know, you're so clever. You have to go to university. You have to do something with uh, uh, with your brain. Um, so I really felt that I'm too much thinking, you know, and um, coming to something that brings you back to your body. Um, I mean, I always loved to have massages. Um, I, I went to see shiatsu before or any kind of body work. I just loved it. And I always thought I can, I cannot do it. It's just not my, uh, my thing to do that. And then um, when I got pregnant, I just decided to go on a, you know, Schnupperabend. The, where you can just go and see um, and the um, the head of this institute he said uh, well he described the course and then he said well and then then sit down together with another partner and then we just try some things and you know we tried some uh, shiatsu techniques you know you work with pressure and you work on um, on, uh, on the clothes um, and 
and I just you know I was flashed after this uh, experience because I thought it was so um uh calming for yourself for me you know in in practicing it not only in in receiving it but also in giving it so um that was a really nice experience and I also got to know um people from so many uh different domains and and backgrounds um and that was a very um very nice environment also to, to to have that besides the one that I knew before, you know. That's 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 really interesting. Thank you. And I think I think this this, if I may use this as a as a segue, I think I think that I get the feeling that you that you have a, a bit of a passion for for trying things out and, and yeah. getting out there, <laughs> which probably ties into your drive behind volunteering and especially because especially your interest in mentorship um mm -hmm. and i and i'm curious what's i'm curious what's what's your what what's your driver there what what, what how'd you get into it uh into this yes. into into mentorship mm -hmm. um i think i have to go back a little bit um well my mom just recently told me <laughs> that she uh she told me when i was 15 that i was a feminist because um she asked me to to help her in the kitchen and i said i won't do anything until my dad doesn't do anything <laughs> because my dad never helped in the household you know and nice. I, I forgot the, i forgot about that but you know my mom said you were always a feminist you know it's not just now that you're doing that <laughs> um so i kind of had well already back then i had the feeling that there is some inequality um that we live um and uh and working in recruiting i've always been working in male domains in the first years i've been working in the construction industry a lot um well industrial companies automotive as well and i've been hiring um a lot of management positions um throughout europe also the middle east uh, south america and and africa and i've rarely seen women um in those positions and um i also experienced unfortunately um uh yeah clients telling me that they would prefer a man and back then i didn't dare to 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 raise my voice and to say that this is not uh, possible what i did instead i still placed women and showed them <laughs> that they were the best ones for this job because this is what i'm doing i find the best people and i will not um exclude anyone because of gender age or um yeah where where the people come from and um so it it was all always there there was always this um wish to to empower others no matter who they are what they are um what they do and you know i i have two girls they're three and six years old and they inspire me in so many ways um and um yeah just last year i had the feeling that i'm i have to do more so it's just everything i did it was okay but there was this big wish to do more and it was again a very spontaneous decision decision i saw uh, the female factor on LinkedIn, and I saw that they were looking for mentors. And I went on their website and I applied without thinking further. 
And when I did it, I was really excited. And then I got into the process and they, they told me that I was um, approved as a mentor. So um, since um, October and I'm in the mentoring program, I have a mentee that I'm um, yeah, helping in her journey uh, since then. And when I started that, I was really on fire, you know, <laughs> that is one of my, if I'm really passionate, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm almost exploding because there are so many ideas coming up. And um, yeah, and then I, I, I started going to uh, network events uh, that are online now, the, thanks to COVID. <laughs> and as a mom, I can be able to, to, um, to, be on more events now and um and then uh, I, yeah I, I just was more and more inspired and I saw all those women um and I felt like what could be my contribution to do more and to um to also well to reach gender equality and to um uh create more visibility for women because uh, also I, I read Invisible Women back then, and that also uh, triggered a lot. <laughs> and, um, and then I decided I could, um, as I'm working in IT, yes, <laughs> really great book. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I work in IT recruiting that. now. <laughs> you should read it, Ramon. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, in IT recruiting, we do see women um, and we do place around 20% um, of women, but um, yeah, that's not enough. And I thought uh, this is my domain now. So this is where I can have the biggest impact. And I decided to uh, find uh, women in tech who are willing to tell their story um, to inspire others. and. Um, and then I told um, my colleagues and uh, my managers about it, and they were just um, open for it and said, go for it. Um, so our in organizational environment is also uh, very open-minded and we're very dedicated to the new way of work. And um, um, well, what, what I hear a lot in our feedback um, meetings is what would you do? What would you like to do? You know, is there anything that that you still need to be happy in your job to find, um, um, yeah, to, to, to really find um, happiness. And um, yeah, so there was never a question of how do we do that? Do we have the resources? It was just go for it. And, and yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> and uh, I was, again, um, my daughter, and in the moment where I was about to, to post on LinkedIn that I will do it, um, that I will interview women, um, that was back in January. Um, my daughter woke up at 5.30 in the morning and uh, her first question was, um, she's six years old and she said, how did humans uh, well, develop on this, on this planet? How did that go? And uh, I thought, okay, oh my God, 5.30, talking about evolution, uh, not an easy thing, you know, <laughs> describing it to a six-year-old. And then I thought, um, I just used Google to show her the, um, the evolution picture, you know, that we all know and that we never questioned. And she looked at it and she said, you know, you see the, um, the homo sapiens, uh, becoming well the person that we are the man that we are nowadays and she said were there no women before on earth 
and that really hit me it was it was through the whole day I was just uh like you know it's again a very <laughs> easy symbol of invisible women and I googled it I tried to google evolution of women and show uh, show, show me pictures <laughs> but there's no there is no picture about that so yeah that was um a confirmation for me that it's really important to show not only adults but to show the the next generation on, on the girls um that uh, there are so many possibilities for you as a girl as well um because it just um shows that if you're a child you believe in what you see and um yeah and then uh, after this uh, happening with the evolution <laughs> i um i went out there on linkedin to um well i reached out to to all the women who are willing to to share their stories and timia is one of them as well <laughs> um and uh yeah i really see a big impact so many uh women coming back to me and saying this is such a great thing and uh, we need more role models or telling me i didn't have a role model it would have helped me so much um so now i'm in i'm in that journey journey and i'm really um so happy to talk to to all these women and hearing their story hearing what worked for them hearing what they missed and hearing what is still um uh an obstacle for for women in the industry and um yeah i just love i just love um uh doing that and and seeing that it um, that it creates something yeah it's yes thank you it. yeah <laughs> thank you very much um, for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast um, because that's what it's this whole motivation and passion converges into at work for you. If I may just briefly uh, interject for our listeners, can we get a, can you tell us the name of the podcast again? Well, um, we we use the hashtag HR4WIT, and you can also um, find the the uh, interviews on our YouTube channel. The company is called APSA Personal Concepts, and APSA stands for All People Shall Advance, <laughs> which is oh, also okay. an important fact. And um, uh, you can get in touch with me on LinkedIn, of course. That's um, where where I spent a lot of time. <laughs> and, yes, that's um, how it all started. Yes, I saw exactly. a post uh, of yours on LinkedIn, and uh, some friends of mine uh, already commented on that beforehand. And I was also tagged in one of these comments, and mm -hmm. that's how we finally got to engage. And yeah. Um, Thank you for exactly. inviting me on your podcast. It was really fantastic to be a guest <laughs> for a change on a podcast. Yeah, it was great having you. And um, um, my friend also uh, talked at your podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've seen also the previous ones. And I'm like honored to be mentioned and part of that group of amazing uh, women here locally. So mm. fantastic yeah. what your uh, passion. And I'm also happy that this was... Um, possible for you in um, Adapsa. So yeah. really amazing. Altogether an inspirational story mm -hmm. of what passion um, and 
drive drives innovation basically uh, yeah, can yeah. can concretely mean for Absolutely. a company or for the community yeah and i really felt you know in the past weeks there were so many uh ideas coming up again so um, <laughs> i see I feel like everyone around me is like, oh my God, slow down a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, but, you know, I have I have a lot of people supporting me, uh, thankfully, and my husband also um, is uh, is my sparing partner here because he's very uh, innovative as well. And um, we will um, we will also work on an event um, within the next weeks uh, where people can meet their role models. Um, you will hear about that uh, in the coming weeks because I feel um, that this is also something that um, that would again inspire others not only to see them in uh, on a video or to read their blog post, um, but also to be able to connect with uh, with those women and to ask questions directly. That's a very good idea. I like. And we gladly support uh, such endeavors for our community. So we make sure to put all these links uh, to the podcast, uh, also to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes for mm. our listeners. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I just want to underline again, I love how you um, told us the story about your girls and how that inspires you. I find mm. that really amazing. Mm. Um Kids can be a lot of things for us, um, but uh, rarely, I, in my circle at least, I find this like concrete um, point of yes, we need to do more for the next generation because hmm. actually that's what it boils down to. But you also have some amazing girls at home yeah, <laughs> asking you these challenging really me every day. challenging <laughs> questions, right? Like, okay, uh, where's the woman in the evolution there's no picture about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's it's like that like Fabulous. also the small one starts uh, telling me things like um no but you know he can't use a boy in in her kindergarten well he can't wear uh pink he's a boy you know and i think no he can't wear pink of course he can <laughs> you know but it yes. already starts uh, at a very early stage and um I mean, this is the stereotypes. It's really not easy because my two girls, they just love princesses and they love to, to wear pink. It, it's absolutely okay as long as they feel that they can still um, become uh, like a police woman or I don't know, any other uh, job that is uh, rather male than, um, than, than female. Absolutely. Yeah, and I read... Um, Good night stories for rebel girls to them <laughs> i don't know if you need if you know that book it's brilliant uh i mean they are a bit too small to really understand uh word by word um because the length well i think it's from the age of nine ten years it will be understandable but it's it shows 100 um women mm -hmm. um and their stories in one page and it's written for children oh Awesome. About Amazing. The and you, you see women um, um, like uh, that we know now uh, today is Angela Merkel or it's uh, Michelle Obama um, um, or it's uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, 
100 women we already i think we already read like 80 of them <laughs> and many of those are um scientists that's what i like about the book as well because um you they it shows a lot of um um a lot of women who studied maths or um um informatics as well and um and uh, yeah it, it it raises awareness about the things that um women experienced like 100 years ago or 50 years ago and um uh yeah i find it really important to to show my girls that they have all the possibilities mm -hmm. yeah. exactly and i think you're doing that amazingly well and not just for your girls for the whole community with the uh, hr for uh, wit podcast and hopefully the event that you're um, looking to create in the community mm. so kudos <laughs> keep it going amazing yes i will <laughs> Yeah, all of this is going right into the show notes. I'm I'm incredibly excited to share this with the with our listeners. Thank Indeed. you. By the way, um, do you have any any other advice for our listeners in any way? Books for parents, for kids, or <laughs> events, or women, or anything. Yeah. Um, one book or one woman that inspired me a lot is Brene Brown. Oh, um, fantastic. <laughs> well, she, I, I saw her, uh, uh, you can also watch her on Netflix, actually. See, she has a one Netflix show. She does TED Talks. That's how she got, um, well, that's how she became famous. And she's studying shame and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And um, in her Netflix um, show, she said one sentence that hit me as well. Um, she said, what if you, uh, at the end of uh, your life, uh, you ask yourself, uh, what if I would have shown up? You know, uh, because many of us are hiding, are not being um, uh, authentic because of the expectations of others or any other, other, other reason, the way we are educated and so on. And um, vulnerability is um, uh, is something that uh, is uh, or showing vulnerability um, is not easy. Uh, it was not easy for me um, to to go out there on LinkedIn and say this is what I'm going to do. Um, I didn't sleep for nights <laughs> because uh, this is an act of vulnerability. You show part of yourself, you know, of, of yes. your inner self. And also what I'm doing here today is also another step forward uh, for me. And, but I, I, I really see that first of all, if you show, if you be, if you are vulnerable yourself, you can inspire others um, to, um, yeah, to, to reach what they would like to, to achieve and uh, not being, um, uh, yeah, not, not being small because we can all be big, you know, um, we can all live our dreams. And, um, and for me, that was um, one of the inspirations to, to go forward and to really do the things that I'm uh, dreaming about and not holding myself back because of anything out there. Because, you know, there are so many limitations that we give ourselves or that come from the outside. Um, so I think that 
what I would uh, hand on is um, always yeah, be yourself, believe in yourself and uh, just do your thing. And also um, talk to, to people about uh, your fears because everyone has them. Um, everyone is afraid of something. Um, everyone has experienced um, um, bad things. So if you have um, a mentor or a friend, a sparing partner, a colleague, um, it was just would just be helpful to to share the experience and to know from the other one that it's okay and uh, or I've been there too. You know, you don't feel alone um, if you hear the other stories, and that is also another motivation for me to um, to share stories and to to um, make women visible with all the everything they experienced, you know? Yeah, and also like uh, what I do now uh, more than that did before because it's all online and it's easier for me as a mom. I do a lot of uh, networking and online events. Um, and um, yeah, that helped me also to, to do what I'm doing nowadays because I have more visibility thanks to that. And I connected to um uh men and women who have the same um uh, same motivation the same aim yeah so that would be another another tip from myself thank you you know i i it's really refreshing to hear from somebody who is um who Something I've noticed is that a lot of people have been have been kind of let down by the more omnipresence by the bigger omnipresence of 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 online events. Of, I mean, taking into account everything that's going on, but <laughs> but it's really refreshing to hear that there are that there are positive aspects to it too. That it that it enables people, for example, who mm. might not have as much time because mm. they're parents, to be able to come onto these events and have their presence out there as well. Yeah. So. I think, I think that's I, th I I think for example that's a giant lesson in empathy, to be able to, mm. uh, to, to 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 be able to maybe moving forward be able to offer both types of events in person and online, and give mm. folks the opportunity to get out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's uh, especially for introvert people it's easier to network online, um, because if you're not the the extrovert outgoing person and you 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 get into a conference room would you just go to someone and say hi this is who i am uh, i i don't think so <laughs> and um and i experienced that as well um like 10 years ago i i would have just stayed with my colleagues on an event and uh, chat with them and feel like i've been on an event but i never networked with anyone <laughs> because I was too afraid to um, to just talk to a stranger, you know, and um, being online and um, well, also the possibility to write and not to talk. I think it's also something that makes it easier um, to, to connect. And then you have, um, uh, very often you have uh, breakout rooms where you only meet two people. Um, on the video and um, and it's a very intimate cozy situation and uh, I think that this is really helpful 
for um, yeah, men and women who don't have the time to, to go on events very often or who wouldn't dare um, just talking to strangers. I'm definitely curious to see how this will move ahead in the community. What will happen? Mm. Will there really be hybrid conferences from now on? Mm. Let's see. We will see. <laughs> I'm curious. The yeah. goal is to be inclusive. Yeah, I think that should be Absolutely. the goal for all yes. conferences. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, um, for um, I suppose for the end of the podcast, I'd just like to know, um, looking back now at um, everything that happened in your life and everything with the pandemic and everything in our lives, is there anything you would have done different or at a different time in your life? Hmm. Um, you know, um... I told you I studied um, at the VU, uh, I studied international business administration, which not, was not um, a passion of myself. I did it because my parents expected me to, to do. Um, so I very often I thought I, I should have studied something else. I was interested in psychology. I was a lot interested in languages, obviously, <laughs> um, uh, or in medicine as well. Um, but I decided not to uh, think that this was the wrong way because it led me where I'm now, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone to Russia in this moment and I wouldn't have met my husband and so many friends. And, um, and I also, uh, um, yeah, and everything I learned there, I mean, I can use it now. So, um, yeah, I will not say I wouldn't, I would do it differently nowadays. I, um, for many years, I said, well, I should have done something else. But now I'm, ha I'm happy about the way um, that I, uh, that I've chosen. And uh, another thing that I'm regretting a bit <laughs> is, like I said before, uh, like 10 years ago, um, there were still many companies who told us we were prefer men. Um, and I, you know, I stayed silent because a client is king and you don't say anything. And, but I, you know, back then I was like in my late twenties. Um, it was just the first, well, years of work experience. Um, so I didn't dare saying anything. Now I would say something. I would uh, tell my client that it's not possible to work like that. And I will, yeah, just move on. <laughs> um, so this is something that I regret a bit, but uh, also I'm, you know, uh, uh, I felt like I wasn't ready to to raise my voice back then. I wasn't ready to be vocal about um, about the things I'm, I believe in. Um, so also um, be nice to yourself and tell yourself that yes. it was okay. Yeah, to to the way you reacted back then. So yeah. All in all, I would say um, I, I, you learn from every mistake and, um, and I wouldn't be the person that I'm now um, if, if I hadn't done the things I did in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and if I may say, by coming on, coming on to 
by put but by putting yourself in, on the, on these platforms and saying these kinds of things, what you're kind of doing is enabling folks to who are in the position that you were ten years ago to be able to speak up and say, "Hey, not cool," like you know. <laughs> so and I and I think that carries a lot of a lot of weight. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being our mentor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> totally. So. Uh, as we wrap up, before we let you go, Tina, one thing I'd love to do is to ask you, is there, are there any resources that you're really into lately that you'd love to share with our audience or maybe an organization that you'd like to give a shout out to? Um, I mean, obviously this podcast, everyone should uh, <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and... Um, yeah, I'm uh, um, like no, I'm part of the uh, well, I'm a mentor with the female factor. So I, I see that the mentees there are really happy with the program. Uh, so if you're looking for a mentor and a program <clears throat> um, connected to that, the female factor is definitely a very interesting platform. Or also Womentor, um, and um, yeah, if and you're your in podcast. IT, Sorry? Exactly. And your podcast. Yes, this one <laughs> exactly. <course> as well. <laughs> as well. And um, I'm also attending a lot of events with the new IT girls. Um, right. So this is also a very nice um, uh, platform to, to network and to, to meet other women um, in IT. And can I ask you for your podcast, you're looking for... Um... Uh, women in te in tech mm -hmm. or not just <clears throat> it's women in tech for now we don't know where it will lead <laughs> okay but um i mean i also interviewed um uh, martina ernst who is um uh coaching uh women um regarding salary negotiations because i felt that this is an important um thing as well to empower women to earn their worth um yeah, because I see that, uh, well, on the average, women ask for tw 10 to 20% less for the same position. So um, I can coach them, um, but if they, if they go for a job on their own, and they would yes. maybe not get the money that, they, um, yeah, that they're worth. Uh, so this was important for me too, to, to show um, women that also empower other women. Um, but concerning women in tech, also, I, um, <clears throat> I want to show the variety that you can find in IT <clears throat> regarding positions, first of all, and also uh, not only showing um, <clears throat> like the female leaders who, who, who are in the management positions, but more position, but also show um, yeah, every kind of level you can find in a company, because not everyone is willing to become uh, a team leader um, and I think it's important to to show the diversity also within women in tech yes yeah so a shout out to uh, our listeners especially women in tech mm -hmm. uh, this is your chance to get out of the comfort zone and be a guest on the podcast Tina is waiting for you <laughs> yes I am <laughs> great and yeah 
And in order to do that, folks, can you you mentioned folks can get in touch with you through LinkedIn. That's your preferred. Yeah, that's where um, that's where I spend most of my time. Um, yeah, LinkedIn is is the best way to 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 connect with me. Excellent. We'll make sure to put it in the show notes. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you very much uh, for being here, Tina, with us today, Ramon for co-hosting as usual. Um, and um, dear listeners, um, yeah, see you next time or listen to us next time. Goodbye, thank everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Are you on the forefront of gender equality? You are invited on our podcast. That's right. Or maybe you know somebody that we could have a chat with on gender equality. You should totally get in touch with us. We're on Twitter at Gender Coffee or any of the other contact methods on our show notes. We would love to you to get in touch and for us to have a chat.